Check, check. One, Pop two, those three, peeves four, five. in the microwave. Oh, <laughs> with that, Two Skinny Ties is back once again uh, with episode 83 this Ooh, time. this is going to be a good one. Uh, going to be a good is... episode. Been pumping these out. Uh, well, we got a little... Uh, we by pumping these out, it, it's very like random. Every it's, couple uh, of uh, <laughs> every few weeks, every couple full moons, <laughs> we'll pump um, four out in a week, and then one every other month for a little bit. Yeah, so here we are again. All right, so we're going to talk about. This is my fault, though, that this one got postponed twice. By the way, twice. Is your dog so okay? It is. Yeah, dog's okay. Okay. Uh, I was touch and go there for a while, but he's okay. Anytime a dog starts throwing up, it's never good. <laughs> and no, then, then he's not no, eating. It's never good. Yeah, six month old puppy, four and a half pound dachshund. Yeah, they don't he's, have much. Uh, to throw he's up. throwing up. He's not. He wasn't eating. I was like, oh, mm. man. I had a dog die from Parvo when I was a kid, so I was like, this is terrible. <laughs> I guess that'll make you a little more careful. Huh? Yeah, I was well, like, oh, Well, my who's God. that? Who's that? Introduce yourself. My name is Jeff Brannigan. Uh, I own a CrossFit gym, downtown yes. CrossFit Six City. Yes. So today we're going to talk a little bit about CrossFit. Let's do it. We were talking about pumping these out. I feel like, because I just got done <laughs> working out, and yeah. we did curls for, like, the first time, like... It is rarity, but hey, you know, curls for the girls or two tickets to the gun show. You know, oh man, my guns! Yeah, like get those in sometimes. Right now. <laughs> All right, so let's talk a little bit about CrossFit. I want to talk about fitness. Uh, John, you've you've done CrossFit before. I've done CrossFit before. Um, how long have you been um, teaching CrossFit? You own, co-own, co-own, co-own. co-own. Okay. Uh, I have been doing CrossFit for about nine years. I've been teaching it for about eight. And I think we're just coming up on the end of our sixth year uh, at Six City. Sixth year of the sixth, sixth year at Six City. City. <laughs> nice. Comes off the tongue nice. Yes. And you guys are right off of uh, what is that? Uh, uh, Sinclair and Twenty. Very thorough here. Yes. Right. <laughs> I was thinking Sixth Street. Like sixth it was Street. Stuck in located my head. at two three four five <laughs> Sinclair. Um, right. How'd you get started in all this? Uh, I had a friend who picked up CrossFit in the Marines, uh, and when he got out, I was at home doing the same workout I had been doing since college, you know, the bench press twice a week, arms once a week, and maybe do some squats or (laughs) leg press, leg press, no squatting at that point uh, on the other day. And he said, oh, hey, why don't you come down and check out this gym with me? Uh, At that time, there were probably only two CrossFit gyms in Cleveland, uh, one in one in Lakewood and one uh, downtown. And so I went with them and just got floored by it, uh, as everyone does the first say, time. Literally, literally you ended yeah. up on the floor. <laughs> on the floor. Our first, <laughs> first workout was uh, burpees and med ball clean. Oh. I was going to say, do you um, remember it? Like, yeah, I, oh, I do. <laughs> I, it, and it went started out all right and ended horribly. <laughs> Uh, as they all do and you know that that rush uh that you get the first time you go for a long run same thing like you know you get hooked on it um and from there i I started working out at the gym and eventually was able to turn that into a job so he your friend picked this up in the marines so the marines are doing crossfit the marines were not doing crossfit i think they're getting a little bit more into functional fitness um some of the some of the tests that like the army is putting out now, uh, those are a little more involved than just doing push-ups, sit-ups, and running. Um, you know, it's right. it's the army though. It's hard to make any changes, and it's a huge organization. So, you, you mentioned know. functional fitness. What is what do you mean by that? I hate the term. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and and, and everyone the everyone of CrossFit. Yes, <laughs> All fitness is functional, right? All right, you're you're 
building yourself up instead of you know sitting there and allowing your body to break down. Um, so almost anything you do is going to be functional. Now there are some things that are more uh, more advantageous for you to do. Uh, general physical training, so something like a squat. Uh, you're going to get stronger at a whole lot of things by doing back squats, uh, whereas maybe just doing uh, bicep curls, all you're really going to be stronger at is bicep curls. Uh, so CrossFit takes a lot more of those functional, I'm air quoting, you can't see this. <laughs> we, but, we can see it, close your eyes. If you're not driving, then close your eyes. <laughs> takes a lot of those functional movements and puts them all together. So it's a good, it's a blend of, you know, cardiovascular training here, uh, traditional long, slow distance running, um, Olympic lifting, which really is, is fun. Uh, it's difficult, but it, it is, it is fun. It's nice to get that power cleaner, that power snatch every once in a while. Uh, Keyword power lifting every once in a while. <laughs> yeah. Not every day. No. Uh, and some gymnastics, body weight movement, you know, it's, it's good to be strong, be able to move your own body. Uh, you don't have to lift weights all the time. Um, so that, that would be my, my definition of functional fitness and i guess what crossfit really is is a blend of all of those uh, all of those of, like all of those modalities right? of fitness <laughs> so that's a lot and these are like highly technical uh, i mean how much how much training do you i mean did you go through to getting into this you know i mean i guess you would say it starts from a young age i mean sports say that's the first thing wise, yeah. what did you uh so i grew up uh playing football, basketball, soccer, baseball, like everything. Like most kids or guys our age, you know, if you played sports, you probably played more than one sport. Um, heck, I think I did gymnastics for a year. Uh, nice. You know, I look and, I and that was, class. that was like, it was like a tumbling <laughs> yeah. class, you know. Uh, a tumble all day. <laughs> um, I seen tumbling to yourself, John tumble. <laughs> a little bit of lacrosse, uh, soccer, you know, a, a little bit of everything. So, I would say that the biggest thing that helped me out uh, gymnastics-wise for CrossFit uh, and even Olympic lifting is probably wrestling. Uh, gave me the best body awareness, I think, of all the, of all the sports that I played growing up. I did not wrestle, so I w but I would agree with that because uh, I just – That was by far my favorite sport. Wrestling was – I mean, because it, it I liked it. it's one-on-one. -on -one. I liked no it. I was not very good at it. I was, you know, one of those uh, – the victims of, like, dropping – 20, 30 oh, pounds uh, to make a weight class. And so somehow, for some inexplicable reason, I would always get some sort of pneumonia, you know. So don't cut a lot of weight kits. <laughs> I think there's rules. So there are, there are now, rules like. now, yeah. There, there were not when, when I was uh, growing up. I mean, it was nothing like the 80s where, you know, you hear about people in sweatsuits and, like, my dying school, in the sauna. My high school but, was. Uh, <laughs> Well, I think you I went dropped, to. Um, I was in Missouri. Missouri. Um, I think my senior year, I dropped thirty-five to to wrestle one nineteen. It was nasty. Um, anyway, I want to talk about that because uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I wasn't good enough to wrestle where I what I weighed. Um, yeah. So okay. anyway, beyond that, beyond that, it's it's multiple sports. You grew up in multiple sports. Multiple sports that carries over. Uh, you know what? And in high school. End of middle school, early high school, you're introduced to weight training, particularly for football. Uh, definitely did not take that seriously. I wish I had now I looking too. back. Um, but, you know, it was just time to mess around with friends and 
see how much you could bench press or how that's, many yep. reps you could bench press yep. 135. That's that's what I did. Yeah. That was how much um, I weighed in high school. So, <laughs> so spent so about there a lot of reps of that. After after high school, I, I did not play sports in college. Uh, spent one quarter. Uh, I went to OU. We were on the quarter system, not semesters. So. Uh, spent one quarter doing nothing, eating pizza, drinking beer, getting fat. Uh, being a college and, kid. Yeah, being a college kid. And, <laughs> and said, well, uh, I'm not really about this. So I, I got, into, got into the weight room. Uh, didn't really have a plan. I bought, uh, I believe it's a, anyone who started lifting around then, uh, there was probably only one easily accessible book at that time, uh, Arnold's encyclopedia of bodybuilding uh so i'd build my workouts uh with you know a couple of training partners off of that and you know it just kept getting recycled and recycled and yeah i got stronger but at a point you know it stopped because i was just doing the same thing over and over again which is one of the big things that we want to avoid when we're training is just routinely doing the same thing um and i i continued that even uh after college and then my buddy came home from the Marines and he's like, Hey, we, I was doing this at the base. Uh, you know, it's tough. Come check it out. And, and he went to my gym, uh, which was, you know, a, a little tiny place uh, off of like a racket club. So nothing really, I think they had a bunch of old seventies Nautilus equipment. <laughs> uh, it was uh, everything in there was certainly older than me at the time. Um, and, he would do, you know, some power cleans, which I had done power cleans in high school, and they were awful looking. And he'd do some like uh, swinging pull-ups and stuff. And I was like, oh, this looks silly. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I went, I went and did it with him, and you know, it it kicked my ass, and and that got me hooked. So, did you go like immediately, or like right after that, your first workout? Did were you, did you catch uh, it right there? Or I, was there, like, I didn't delay? catch it right there. Uh, there was kind of a, a little bit of a lag. Um, because it's intimidating. I, I mean, I I was young and broke, uh, and was like, eh, like I, and it was downtown. I was living in Rocky River at home with you know mom and dad. Uh, I was like, eh, I want to travel that much. I've already paid for this gym membership. Like, I, he he ended up starting working there, and so he'd let me come and uh, you know come in for free at lunchtime because the owner was never there. So it's like, all right, well I'll come down, you know. And then I eventually ended up signing up uh, a couple months later. Um, and you know what's funny is I, I remember talking to the guys who were the head trainers at the time, uh, a husband and wife, and uh, the husband definitely was like, oh, I'll, I'll be back. He gave me that look like, yeah, sure, buddy. <laughs> Which, uh, you know what, I, I probably give, am guilty of giving that to a couple people nowadays as well. So, you know, it comes full circle, I suppose. <laughs> Have you, speaking of that, have you had like terrible experiences with people? Like, I mean, you coach, you've been coaching for like eight years now. Um, you don't have to name names or anything. I just want to <laughs> <laughs> There's a guy named John Rudder who came in, worst form ever. Told him to leave immediately. <laughs> you know, uh, cried. For, for me, the, the big thing is effort. Uh, if you're going to put in the effort, I have as much patience with you as, as you know, saint um if you're just there to dick around or you know check it off your box that you showed up um and you're you know a little rough yeah you know you, they, those people the tend to, those, those, the roll to <laughs> those those people tend to weed themselves out though you right. know they, they don't tend to stick around um 
and and that's where you maybe get into they're going to something a little bit easier uh, because no this isn't easy and it, and it's training it's not uh, just working out you know there is definitely a goal to improve yourself um, versus just check a box what was that dynamic like for you when you went from because um, you said you did CrossFit for about a year and then you um, started coaching uh, what was that transition like from like being in class to coaching, it was it was a little weird. Uh, I would say for for the, I was definitely the youngest guy there at the time. I, I think I was maybe twenty three. Uh, most of the people that were doing it are, are probably my age or older now, uh, in their thirties or or forties. Um, so, I, it was a little intimidating at first, uh, being the young guy saying like, "Hey, like you should do this instead of that," or um, but I think the transition went pretty smoothly for me. Uh, in my my mom's a high school teacher. My sister is also a high school teacher. Uh, I guess it just being bossy kind of runs in the <laughs> <laughs> runs in the family <laughs> as far as that goes. Uh, so uh, normally in my everyday life, I am an extreme introvert. I'm not someone who's you know that comfortable uh, going out and, and talking to people. Um, they didn't fix I, that I, apparently I, in the <laughs> studio. I, I like uh, you know I like I like uh, you know hanging out at home whatever. Yeah. Uh, but once I get in there, it's it's easy. You know, you're in your comfort zone. So if if you're coming from a place of knowledge, I think it's always easier to you know, be a little bit more uh, chatty. I think on my first day in there, you said you learned real quick that I'm I'm not a cheerleader. No, uh, I, uh, <laughs> no. I was like, all right. <laughs> no, definitely not a cheerleader. Uh, I'd rather have a conversation with you about like, hey, this is how what you're doing. This is how we can make it better. Uh, you know, let's take the take the second. It's not about you getting it done as fast as you can today. It's about you getting better for tomorrow and the next day. Uh, I'm a big believer in that. Uh, if you just want a cheerleader, that's that's where something like Orange Theory is, or, or you know, uh, a spin. <laughs> I, I, I I hate. I'm, I shouldn't use that solely to rag on us. We can edit it out if you want. Spin <laughs> spin class. Blue, uh, you know, blue prophecy. <laughs> <laughs> where uh, you know they've got to they've got to stick to the script and uh, you know just knock them out. How come CrossFit costs so much? Well, like, you're looking at it from the wrong way, all right? <laughs> that, and, that's, and that's the problem that most people have, is that they're looking at it from a standpoint of, well, Planet Fitness or Lifetime Fitness cost me 10 bucks a month to go in and do whatever I want, all right? Well, Planet Fitness doesn't, you know, rely, doesn't want you to come in first off. That's a, that's a secret, all right? They've got capacity for like 300 people and they've got 5,000 members at a, at a gym you're not supposed to come in, all right? Uh, we want you to come in, I want you to get better, but at the same time, it is kind of a, group fitness classes are kind of a, a halfway between personal training and and that open, open gym concept. Um, you know, so you're paying for the time of the trainer, you know, and if it was a personal training class, well, that hour cost you 50 bucks, not, I think if you average those out over, you know, whatever type of membership you sign up for, it's maybe at the most five bucks a class and probably more right. so like two bucks a class. <laughs> so everyone looks at that one price and says, oh, whoa, that's that's a big number. But 
it is not in comparison to, you know, personal training. And, and it is still small enough that you're getting that personal touch and you're having someone come out with the workout, workout for you. You know, you're not having to do anything and you're getting corrections and coaching. Uh, and it's just a little bit, it's a lot more than going to Planet Fitness and uh, eating the pizza and, and <laughs> walking on the treadmill. Good answer. That's so I was kind of softballing that one up for yes. you. <laughs> I mean, I understand why people would feel that way, though, because that was my biggest, like, act, you know, bugaboo when I was getting into it. it was like, oh, God, like, that's just a lot of money to, to, to devote to it. Because then you, uh, but at the same time, then it also, like, you know, forces you to be accountable, too, because it's it like, does. well, this is. And once, once you're, once you're there for a like, while, you're going to realize, hey, I'm spending six, seven hours here a week. And um, maybe less, I don't know. But I'm spending 100, 150 bucks a month. Well, what else am I doing, you know, the bar? What else am I doing <laughs> on the weekend, you know, that I, I'm spending that kind of money? Well, which one's more beneficial to you in the long run? You know, and that's a good way to look at and, it. And then it's think of it even this, yeah. even from like a work, a, uh, you're at work for what? I don't know. Yeah. 10 to 12 hours a day usually. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that's very, it very hard right working here. <laughs> you know, uh, you're asleep for a couple Four hours. Four hours a night. Depends, yes. <laughs> and, you know, what we're else? busting are, this down. <laughs> so then, don't worry. So then for, for a lot of people, that, that time spent at the gym, that's number three. You know, we'll, that's not that that much money when you're when you're talking about that's the third priority in your life or where you spend the third most amount of time hopefully that's ahead of the bars <laughs> ahead, hopefully it's ahead hopefully. of the bars sometimes it's not yeah you know? yeah we were all young once so when you when you you mentioned it a little bit like getting going to somewhere else and getting what you get out of it for that money i took like a year off of crossfit um, try to m not make this look like an ad. Uh, anyway, uh, or sound like an ad. Um, I am paying for my membership. Uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, for like a year, and I, I progressively saw myself getting like weaker and weaker and losing more and more of my lungs. Like on a weekly basis, things were getting harder and harder to do. Um, so um, it really, realistically, it's, it's, it, 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 I don't know. I've done just about everything, and, I, and, it, and it is, this actually is the, the the, the most efficient the results way. I, I mean the results, so, the results that I got were so I, I would, mean I was in the best shape of my life when I was probably when I was like I was going f I think five times a week and it was like I would say this uh, unless you have a lot of knowledge about the subject of training and, and, I don't. Can, and can do it yourself that's always yeah I don't the best and and if if I can get a person to you know be able to train themselves Great. It, it, would it take a really long time in a, in a group class setting for them to get there? Yeah, it would, um, unless they're you know a really good athlete, uh, you know, with a with a strong background in in training. Um, and it takes somebody different to like motivate yeah, yourself. Right. Yes, to, to go to to go to the gym every day by yourself and and know what you're doing. Those are two things that are really hard for a lot of people. See, those are the two things that were appealing to me were the fact that I was in a group setting, so like you felt more accountable. You were reinforced by other people that were in that class, and then you. Um, it's the shared suffering. Yeah, that's, well, that's that's what that's what you get out of it. You know, with the group. I mean. 
you don't have to be the strongest person or doing the exact same thing that somebody else is. Uh, you know, the the old edge, like there's somebody doing muscle ups and somebody doing a band pull up. Uh, I, w- I was the banded pull ups. You know, and <laughs> two bands. <laughs> and the goal is not that everyone needs to do the muscle up. It's that everyone's working at the same intensity level. Yeah. Uh, and so as as long as you get that, that's the that's the camaraderie. You know, that you feel from killing yourself <laughs> uh, you're not killing yourself but, i also you know, like that i didn't have hard. to worry about like you come in here it's like all right we're doing this this and this today sweet had to do had to do no thinking no of thinking. myself <laughs> what are some of that we asked you i asked you about uh the uh no one of your you didn't you didn't really tell us a story but your nightmare story um what have you seen any like crazy transformations like from like just absolute success like you hear a lot of like the couch to 5k stuff like that have you have you seen anything like that um Drastic? No. I mean, I, I've seen people go from barely being able to put one foot in front of the other coordination-wise to, you know, doing a competent power clean. And, and to me, that's more the amazing thing than anything else. Um, I certainly don't, uh, and anyone who's known me for a while, I, I don't espouse diet. I'm not a diet diet guy. Like, um if you want to know about dieting, you should probably, you know, look into it. Um, and that's not to say that, that you should a, eat eat McDonald's yeah. every day, but I, I'm going to stay in my lane of what I know. And it's not, I'm not like a diet guy. Like, I'll, I'll be honest, I pay for uh, like an app that, that tells yeah. me what to eat. Um, and I've had much better success with that than... I would uh, too. That would also work for me. Than, yeah. you know, trying to do it. I hate cooking. It, I hate to trying to figure it out. Like, I hate, <laughs> I hate all of that. I mean, I eat the same thing uh four out of five meals every day of the week. Uh, and then dinner is, uh, whatever, whatever gets made. Um, as long as it fits in that, uh, macro profile, uh, fats, proteins, carbohydrates. Um, I, I mean, certainly I've seen people make changes in their lifestyle. Uh, I think the biggest thing is habitualizing fitness. Um, maybe not somebody going from, 300 pounds to 150 pounds, uh, but somebody going from 300 pounds to 250 pounds and sticking with it. I mean, the sticking with it is is the big thing. Like you, America loves uh, Biggest Loser, right? Or I, I don't know if that show's still on. I don't watch too much TV. <laughs> Neither uh, do we. <laughs> but, you know, uh, what you hear is a lot of those people, they lose that weight and then they're back up, you know, right. two, 300 pounds. Well, it, it has to be like a lifestyle change. It does right? have to be a lifestyle okay. change. Uh, you know, you can't. Oh, I like cookies too much. I, yeah, and and you have to be strict at I'm first strict. when you're dieting. Oh yeah, yeah. When you're dieting, you have to be strict at first, and once once you make it a habit and you get down there, then yeah, you can have your cookies, but you know, don't have too many cookies. I, and it should be simple, but it's not. We all we all want cookies. Yeah. come on. Have you speaking of dieting? Have you experimented with different like? I don't want to say fads, but different. Like, yes, no, I know exactly things. what you mean. Um, Rituals or yes, just, it just programs. Could you All right, things like so, keto and Atkins yeah. and uh, first time I started dieting diets. was the beginning of of CrossFit for me. Uh, they they espouse, and I, and I think they still do, uh, the Zone Diet by Dr. Barry Sears, um, which is just a form of of macro dieting. It uh, breaks everything down into into blocks. Uh, and you get a certain amount of blocks for a certain body size or whatever you think you expend energy-wise. Uh, so that 
that took me that cut off all the beer weight from college i think i went from about 185 to like 165 very very skinny um and i I stuck with that for a while uh ended up kind of going to just doing something like that uh kind of my own thing um which i suppose up until recently i still still do um but i've also given a shot with uh paleo um that lasted about six days Uh, you can only eat so many fruits and vegetables and not have like a, a starch or a grain. Uh, I think sweet potatoes were okay with that, but like, yeah, I like sweet potatoes. I like I like regular white potatoes. They're they're delicious. Um, they're not they're they're not that bad for you. All right, you're you're not gonna die eating a potato versus a sweet potato. It's okay. Um, I tried keto. Uh, I had a. a and that was the last time I, I tried to cut down a little bit. Uh, normally, I, I compete in powerlifting. Uh, normally, I compete at 220. Um, but uh, my body does not want to be there, so I get a little little fatter than maybe I, I need to be. Uh, so was, Hold on. I was just going to say, you. I, I was thinking you said you went down to 165. You're you're big, like like muscly big. Um, what do you weigh now? Now uh, I'm about two hundred one one ninety. That's what I was going to I was like, oh my goodness. Um, so yes, one one sixty five is very very skinny. Okay, for me. okay. Um, Continue keto. Sorry. So keto, <laughs> cutting cutting down with keto uh, that worked. I, I and for me, I think the mechanism was like, I can't eat this much fat, so I'm just not going to eat as much as I normally would. Uh, you know, I'd eat a lot of meat with it, um, but definitely the workouts were suffering, uh, especially, you know, if you're going to try CrossFit. To do that with CrossFit, I would not recommend it. You need the energy of carbohydrates to get yourself through a workout like that. Um, I did keto for one month, for one month, and it was, it was, it was great as far as like what my body looked like and the weight falling off, but I never had a good workout. Like yeah. they, they struggled. That was, I just like hung out at like 75, 80%. If you're, like if you're doing, uh, I think that the, we'll say, I'll, I'll just use the term that the studies are showing, uh, <laughs> that if you're, uh, do more of endurance based sports running, you know, where you have a little bit more time for the body to start uh, start processing those fats as energy. Uh, keto can be, you know, pretty good. Um, but if you need to do something quickly and you need to do it with power, you need some carbohydrates. Yeah. Uh, CrossFit so. was where I first experienced, like, the role of food and how it, like, legitimately is an energy source for your body because there were times where I would be in the gym and it's like, Man, I ate like crap, and I have nothing to give. Yeah. Like, I, like yeah. I literally could feel myself like Milk I have was a bad I have no <laughs> juice right now, no. and it's because I ate like crap. Absolutely, uh, and and really, that's the that is the dirtiest secret of fitness. Oh yeah, it's all about diet. It, it is all about sleep and diet, uh, which I do yeah. both poorly. <laughs> I and and most people do, but you know. but like extreme poor like i slept three hours last night yeah that's <laughs> and not, i've been at work i've been at work since 4 a.m it's 1 30 right now yeah, i will be at work until 10 30 when the monsters game is over tonight so oh, boy. 
Yeah, we're wondering or asking John why he doesn't do CrossFit anymore, and then you realize that he literally works like 12, 13, yes. 14 hours a day. Yeah, no. My heart is going to ex- literally jump out of my body and run across this table. <laughs> Maybe you should have that, that monster. <laughs> over there, you know? That would probably make it jump out yeah. further. In fact. But yeah, sleep, sleep and diet are, are the two biggest things, and those are the things that are hardest to change, I think. Um, you know, we all get get stuck saying, oh, we're too busy for this or that. I mean, you can spend a couple hours on Sunday making your meals for the week. I mean, that's what I do. I mean, I, I have time to make meals during the week. And don't let me kid you. Um, but I do it on Sunday because I just want to get it done, get it out of the way, and then it's there, you know, easy to eat. Uh, sleep, well, you know, that's we all got to pay the price somewhere. It's got to uh, be a priority, <laughs> but right? But, yeah. yeah, you have to make it a priority. Uh, don't stay up and, and watch TV or, or that Netflix show. You know, that's what we're doing. Or looking on Instagram for the next three hours. I find that when I'm not sleeping, I'm usually eating. So <laughs> <laughs> when you hey, just you sleep a little more, then you stop yes. snacking as much. <laughs> uh, but those two things, those, that's really where you got to make the change. If you really want to make a change. Do you have any advice for somebody trying to get back into it? Go, you know, don't, don't wait for this or that. Uh, and, and that's the same thing with somebody just starting out with working out or anything. Just do it. You know, don't, don't wait. It's never going to get better unless you, you know, take some action with it. So what do you, what do you like, how do you, what do you mean? Like, just go, just like, walk if, in if the you're, door. Yeah, just walk suck, in the door. If you're, you're going to do something, Great, like, thanks. if you're going to go out for a run, maybe you're not going for a run the first day. Maybe you're just going to walk for, for 20 minutes. If you're going to go to a group class, go to a group class. That's what the instructor is there for to to kind of figure out where you're at, uh, and you know, and make it make it work for you. Uh, if you're going to go to the gym, go to the gym and start doing some bicep curls. I mean, everyone everyone knows what that is, right? You know, just do something, and then come back the next day. You know, don't you because you've got to habitualize it. You know, if you if you always hem and haw over it and it, it's something that you dread, like you're never going to do it. So experiment with it. Find something you like doing at least at first and and do that. And then maybe if you're more interested in learning about things, you know, experiment. Uh, you know, try running a, a 5K. Uh, go to a group fitness class. Find find what you like. Find what you'll stick with. And, and that's better than nothing always. Something is always better than nothing. That's kind of where I find myself right now, like just trying to get back into it. Because <laughs> trying to stay awake, trying to stay awake. As I, I've been yawning all the whole time we've been here. Um, what, I'm not disinterested. It's just like <laughs> is is uh, is CrossFit for everyone? Yeah, I, it can be. I mean, there's maybe the extreme cases where it's like eh, I don't know, you know. Um, but for for everybody, it's it's scalable. And yes, that's, that's the that's the big the big word that we want to use around that. What uh, does that mean? That means that okay, say we're we're doing back squats that day. Well, we're going to work at a at a percentage of our one rep max typically. Um, so your eighty percent and my eighty percent are two different numbers, but we can both do five sets of three at at eighty percent. Right. It may be different weights, but we're working at the same intensity. Now, that's that's a pretty easy one. Um, but where we're getting back into like the muscle up and, and yeah, banded yeah. pull up, that's another another version of 
I'm working at the same intensity as you, you may not be very good at pull-ups. Um, and so I'm doing strict pull-ups and you're doing pull-ups with a band. Uh, that's another, another scale, but it allows us to work at the same intensity. So we're both doing five pull-ups, all right? Uh, you know, or, or doing pull-ups to near failure, you know, something like that, that's working at the same intensity. So that's, that's what scalability means. And so like, that's just what's crazy about CrossFit is like, I don't know if you could see Jeff, his arms are the size of my legs, maybe bigger. Um, yet he yeah. works out with like, and, and then there's other people that are, I mean, even like, like bigger, smaller, everybody. And we're all doing the same thing. Yeah, we're there all were, yeah. There was a big, there was, our, that was a, there was a big wide range of abilities in there. And I was usually at the bottom end and, and ages. And, I yeah. Mean. Yeah. That's that too. Also though. I mean, for, you know, on a serious note, there was though. Um, I mean, there were people that were probably in their forties and fifties that were smoking me, um, especially <laughs> oh, like yeah, running. Yeah. Like I, I've, anytime there was a run, oh my god, hated it. Worst, worst ever. Um, my wor- I remember the worst workout I had was um, a. It started with like a med ball run, like a four hundred meter med ball run, and then like ended with a four hundred meter med med ball run, and I like almost lost it on the sidewalk (laughs) yeah that that can be pretty terrible um it was awful um as far as all right so we know to get into it um if we want to join crossfit what if you want to like coach crossfit how do you go from doing crossfit you've been doing it for a while what's the next i mean what's the next level express a desire i now how how i got into it and how i think you should get into it are probably two different things um, How'd you get into it? I, I certainly got into it at a time when it was the wild west of, of CrossFit. Like everyone was getting their level one. That's the basic certification. Uh, you know, every weekend they were pumping out, you know, 200, 300 of these things. Um, what are you doing this weekend? Like what's the, uh, this weekend I have a, pow- no, not what are you oh, doing? What, this weekend? Doing what are you this doing weekend? in this weekend of, um, like the, the weekend of training. So they, like they CrossFit. teach you, they teach you the methodology behind CrossFit. Uh, they go over, I, I believe it was at the time and it may have changed now. This was about 10 years ago. Uh, the foundational movements of CrossFit, uh, you know, things that you typically wouldn't know, uh, outside of CrossFit. Um, and then there's some discussion of nutrition and, and training, and then there's a test on the, the information. Um, you is know, it hard? Is it like, is it's it, is not it? that difficult. <laughs> I, I mean, there's, there are definitely plenty of people out there with their level ones that will tell you the exact same thing. It, it, it was not that difficult. Um, does, or did that adequately prepare you? Eh, I don't know. You know, I, don't bite the hand that feeds you, but (laughs) (laughs) well, I mean, you say that did it adequately prepare you. I mean, there's, um, there's more training you can do. There is more training you can do. There are, there are different levels. Um, I actually thought I, I, so I have my level two, uh, I believe there are four levels. Um, the, the level three, I want to say is equivalent to the NSCACSCS, which I also have, uh, the Waha. Yeah, a lot of ac- <laughs> there are a lot of acronyms in, in CrossFit and fitness in general. Um, 
the NS National Strength and Conditioning Association's certified strength and conditioning specialist. Solid. Okay. Uh, <laughs> that's a that's a, a little bit more involved. Uh, you're getting more into the the science of training. Um, and then there's a level four, which I believe, and uh, I may be way off on this, uh, that CrossFit confers upon uh, coaches they feel are exemplary. Um, I don't know if you have to do anything extra for that or not. Uh, but th so those are the four levels of CrossFit. And then they have their various uh, specialty certifications, such as gymnastics, Olympic lifting, uh, powerlifting. I, I have a handful of those as well. Uh, the level two, though, casually. was got a handful of those two. Also, the yeah. level two. <laughs> well, you pick them up over the years, I suppose. Uh, the level two, though, was a was a much better uh, program, in my opinion. Now that I took in about 2016, and I think by then they had restructured their their coaching certification programs, anyways, and it's a lot better now than what it was uh, in 2011. Um, the level two was more how do you coach like you start off uh you know just going around in a circle of people and pointing out flaws then you go to coaching an individual and then you go to uh coaching a group all in front of, of their instructors uh, and that was a lot more hands-on and a lot more beneficial it seems a lot of, like a lot of pressure too yes and no i mean it there was no there's no test per se uh you went you attended but the feedback if you're if you're competent in what you're doing yeah you should be a little nervous you want to do well you know you don't want to look like an idiot in front of yeah. you know your peers or superiors uh so there there's a little pressure there but you know if you've been doing it for a while which you should be when you when you do your level two then you should have some idea of how to spot flaws in movement how to coach an individual how to coach a group of people uh, so they offer feedback and it's always constructive um, and I think that was a great experience uh, so if you're ever if you're at, at your level one looking for your level two I, I would have I would definitely recommend that I think now there is a test with it um, I, I don't think there was there wasn't when when I took mine um, but the first thing that I would recommend, back to your original question. <laughs> I was uh, like, wait a minute, wait, I'm, I'm going to deep yeah. into this. What now. did I even ask? <laughs> uh, uh, how, do, how do you get started? Um, talk to your coaches. You know, if it's, if it's something that you're interested in, start talking with them about training. You know, observe them. You, yes, you can go sign up for your level one, but there should be some sh sort of mentor internee kind of relationship uh, there to uh, bring you along. Uh, shadowing, you know, and eventually, you know, maybe running a couple classes under under the eye of a coach. Uh, that's that's definitely what we did for the couple of people that we've uh, we've had as employees throughout our throughout our span. Um, you know, had them shadow along and and bring them up to speed. So uh, but they were definitely people that were you know good at it. Uh, and you don't have to be a great CrossFitter or powerlifter or runner to be a good coach um you have to be able to dissect movement i definitely think uh, that's important and have to have an interest in it and you have to be ready to wade through a lot of less than uh you know good advice on on the internet if that's the way that you want to go or or do a lot of your own reading 
um, because unless you're, you know, going to going and getting an undergrad degree and who's really who's going to pay for that once you've already gone to college, like I'm talking looking back, like, yeah, right. that, would, that would be, mean, a, that would be a little nuts. Does but, that help? Yeah. Like if you have like a, like a, like a, something nutritional fitness or something like that kinesiology background yeah absolutely I mean, uh i mean as far as laying a, a foundation for you to know like hey this is right or this is wrong like otherwise you're you have to learn that on your own you know uh, experience i so i went to school for political science uh, all of this is because i enjoy doing it uh, it's interest uh, you know i've spent a large amount of time <laughs> learning these things uh, so you know whereas you might get all of that all of the, at least the back the scientific background uh in in school uh there's still something to be said for having that field experience uh you know watching watching people squat you yeah. know instead of reading about it oh this study or that yeah. study you know and honestly that that reading is dry very <laughs> very dry <laughs> So you really have to have to want to push through that stuff to to get it done. But that is how I would recommend you know s starting off if you want to get into coaching. Do you have aspirations of getting your level three? Is that like a so it help or it I mean, was I I would say I just got that that NSCA CSCS. Yeah. Um, that was draining. <laughs> There was a lot of time spent studying with that. Um, I, you know, I will give a shout out to my study buddy Brandon Hall, who's also a member at the gym. Uh, you know, if, if it wasn't for him, I probably would have still be studying instead of just finally signing up and taking the test. Um, but yeah, I mean, eventually that that's the next step. Um, whether I want to do that, well, well, the information's fresh in the head. You know, from right. the from the other one, yeah, maybe. Um, but that would, that would be the next, the next step. I, and I would probably call it there. I don't need to be conferred upon by anyone. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm happy. I'm confident in my own, uh, uh, you know, experience and abilities, I suppose. Um, but that would, that would probably be the highest, highest step I'd go with CrossFit. What about like competitions and stuff? Do you, do you compete? Have you competed? I, you I have. Um, so the big competition with CrossFit is the online, the open, uh, which leads you to the games, which is what you may see on, at 2 a.m. Uh, on ESPN3. Um, I have yet to uh, <laughs> qualify for yes. regionals yet. Uh, well, they did, they did away with regionals, and I, I oh, think that's, that's, that's made it a little bit, uh, a little bit harder for, for some people, I think. Um, so they have the, the online open and then they had the regionals, which was a competition that you actually went to that was maybe in the United States, it was a couple of states regional, regionally. Uh, and then, you know, the rest of the world had, had their own regions. Um, and so they'd take the top uh, three or four from there and, and you'd have the CrossFit Games. So it's a, it's a pyramid of attrition. Um, and so, you know, I, I participate in the Open still. I, I never went anywhere with it. Uh, I was okay. Uh, I, I was good-ish when nobody was doing it. Now uh, now everyone's, you know, you're a professional athlete if you're competitive on the CrossFit stage. Or even, like, I want to say professional athlete because you're probably not getting paid very much unless you're, you know, a known name at the games. I was going to say, like, there's a lot of people from Ohio. I mean, we were talking to... 
Ohio um, is is very is, good is at these full things. Of these yeah. like games athletes. Um, Amy Barn, Amanda, Amy, Amanda Barnhart. She's like from Medina or I, you like know Grange what? I I think it goes back to. Uh, I hate to say school sports, but like <laughs> oh, uh, Ohio is is pretty good at uh, you know a lot of things. Uh, football, wrestling, probably one of the best states for either of those sports. Uh, we create a lot of athletes, I guess. <laughs> Great, pumping them out. We're yes, good. We're good. <laughs> Why? Do you, what? What made you want to make that decision to coach? Why do you coach? Uh, why do I coach? Because I, I like coaching. I, I like the I like it when someone gets it. You know, when you're you're teaching, teaching, teaching and maybe it's not sinking in and then you, you find that, that cue and that clicks and they get it and you can see that like, hey, like I'm they're happy with that, you know. That to me is is why I continue to do my job. Um, why I got into it, well, it was something I was good at. Uh, it was something I was interested in, and I was able to turn that interest into a job. You know, uh, so did you, did you ever think that it would come to that too? Like when you first started, um, no, you have thought that I had no, I had no intention of it. I, I guess as I kind of went along with it, um, the longer I did CrossFit, the the more I was like, oh, maybe this is something I could do. But when I first started, no, I, I had no no intention of of working. You know, in the in the field. I'm trying to super quietly put the lid back on this. <laughs> it's one. not very quiet. <laughs> I'm trying. Not at all. Um, my arms are still shaking from earlier today. <laughs> anyway, um, so you you coach because you like to see. I mean, it's. Just, I like I like that improvement. You know, I okay. like to see people appreciate the improvement. You know, and get it. Uh, I, I guess it's it's the teacher in me. You know, that that's satisfying. Are all days you know winners? No. Not, I mean, nobody has you know has a uh, is batting a thousand every day at work, right? I mean, that's well, meteorologists right, are known for getting everything yeah, exactly. right. Exactly, <laughs> we're known for being very accurate. <laughs> but when you get when you but, get those wins, it's it's nice, uh, and and that is definitely my my favorite part is teaching new people, you know, about movement, how to move well, uh, and and that's more how I view it. Uh, I'm not a, a class instructor. I'm I'm teaching movements. Uh, so is it is it more exciting for you to see um, like somebody technically hit like a good snatch or like PR their bench press or something? I mean, what's I, the, I would say those those two are are probably you know one and the same. Okay. Um, any any sort of personal best is is important to me. Uh, sometimes not sometimes though many times it's more how you achieve that is more important to me you know that you do it well uh that's that's important to me that you're you're showing that you're learning the movement uh that is that's a big thing because one we have to do things safely like i'm not here to hurt you or break you you know and i'd rather you do 90 percent and do it well than you know, get a get a five pound PR and then be out for two weeks with you know a, a broken back. I mean, obviously you'd be out longer with a broken back, but <laughs> you know you get, the, you get the idea. I have to heal at super stri- superhuman speed because I have to be back in the helicopter at three o'clock. Uh, but uh, uh, on the other end of that, realize that you are not made out of China. You will survive. Like the body is pretty resilient yes you're sore but it's better to move than just only come in when you're not sore 
right? right? Otherwise, you, you're always going to be sore. When do you ever feel 100%? Yeah, very rare. Very rare. Nice. Um, I guess let's talk personal stuff. Okay. Are you from here? Are you from Ohio? I am from Ohio. I'm from, born and raised in Rocky River. I, I currently live in Lakewood. Uh, so I've been a, a Clevelander my whole life, a West Side Clevelander. Oh, West yeah. Side's the best side. West Side is the best side. <laughs> it's funny how that like it always comes up anytime that anybody mentions being from Northeast Ohio. They're either from Akron, East Side of Cleveland, or West Side yep. of Cleveland. Yeah, West Side, yes. <laughs> nice. So you still live on the West Side? Um, married, single, engaged? What I am. I am engaged, uh, and that is that is recent. Uh, Congratulations. Glad, thank you. <laughs> I knew that. I'm sorry. Yes. <laughs> so, yes. So, well, tell, tell us how it happened. I'm just kidding. Oh, mm. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Um, this is a CrossFit podcast. Damn it. Well, uh, <laughs> just circling back to the whole gym thing, when you got, you said this is the sixth year for uh, Sixth City. Yes. How did that start? How do you go about, how do you start a gym? How do you start a CrossFit I gym suppose like everyone's a little bit different. Um, technically, you could start it with, uh, you know, financing. Oof. But that gets a little expensive. I mean, if you're, I believe the, the guy that, uh, that I started working for, I believe he did it off of a credit card. Ooh. And hey, he, he got out of it, but hey, you know, it paid off. He hit it right at the boom time of CrossFit, like, you know, when you're getting 10, 20 people joining a month. So, hey, I guess it worked out. I would never do that. Uh, that, is a, that is a poor financial decision. Uh, luckily, we were able to uh, crowdsource our, our startup, um, which was nice. We had a bunch of people that believed in us and... Uh, you know, I'm very thankful for them for uh, taking the risk because it is a risk. You know, I think most gyms, if they make it a year, they're considered a success. So six years, everyone asks, oh, how's business? I say, we're open, you know. <laughs> <laughs> How many members do you guys have? Uh, right now, about 60, 70, you nice. know, somewhere good, around that's there. That's a solid number. Um, so do you guys have plans on... I mean, like, do you want to get bigger or do you, I mean, what's the... Yeah, you always want to get bigger. I think you're, what you have to look for is group training is definitely a very pervasive thing right now. I mean, that's that's definitely taken over the fitness industry. Uh, you know, things like Orange Theory or, or spinning class, yoga even, you know, everyone wants to work out together. Um, I think... I don't think that as many people are willing to just go to the gym and work out by themselves anymore. Uh, they want that. They want that group feeling, especially younger people. Um, so, how can you best keep that group dynamic, but maybe offer something a little bit different than than CrossFit? Um, I do. I think that is a, a that CrossFit and strength and conditioning is a is a uh, the best method for fitness. Yeah. But there are other things out there too, you know. And if you can offer that, then you can stay competitive uh, as a as a business. That's important to stay relevant in the in the field. You know, uh, you don't see too many jazzercise studios <laughs> anymore. You know, they, the, only the videos online. Uh, only, only the, the uh, videos. Yes. <laughs> the, what's her name? The the prancer size is what I'm thinking uh, about. Yeah, the prancer yeah, size. Yeah. No, I know what you're talking about. Uh, she was an actress. Yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Jane Jane Fonda, maybe. 
Was it Jane? It Jane Fonda had the had the workouts in the pink in the pink thing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 John used to do that, right? Uh, yeah. Me and uh, Richard Simmons, <laughs> we, were, we were tight. That is that jazzercise. That is whole. I remember my mom taking me to those classes because she would do jazzercise, uh, and I, you know, they had like babysitting or whatever. So we'd go get babysat. But that's one of my first. Uh, I guess that's one of my first fitness <laughs> memories. <laughs> was the, the jazzercise as a young yes. lad? Yes. Um, so as far as uh, things coming, I guess, coming your way, I guess what I'm asking for, for year seven, year eight, year nine, year 10, where do you see yourself? Where do you see your gym or your box? What is a box or a gym? It, can I box, call it a you gym? can call it either or, uh, you know, they, they work out fine. <laughs> what did, why is that? What, where do the box I, I think from? the idea behind box is that, uh, you know, CrossFit when it first started and still is like this, uh, the ideal space was an empty box, you know, in an industrial part of town, if, if possible, because that's where all the empty boxes are, as opposed to like a retail space. So they call it, oh, I'm going to the box, you know, okay. the box. Gym works just, uh, just as well. Um, I think that expanding the services to include a little bit more with, uh, I'm always partial to strength training. Um, Olympic lifting was something that we, we had tried. Uh, I, I don't think that the interest quite caught on to for people just to solely Olympic lift. Um, oh, sign me up. That's power, my favorite part. Power lifting <laughs> maybe is is on, on the up and up, I think. Um, Olympic lifting, I love, I love Olympic lifting, but training solely Olympic lifting can be a little, it's like power lifting. It, it's very monotonous. You have to have a certain kind of drive to just do squats or just do cleans or just do jerks and practice that over and over again. Um, I think that's, that's specialization in those things and, and being able to offer those services is where, where it's going. Uh, either, either that extreme specialization or extreme generalization, opening up to more the boot camp style, like where you're still sticking within the CrossFit ideals of training, but you know, maybe not so much on the barbell. You're trying to draw in the biggest, cast the biggest net that you can to get people. Uh, and, and that's something we've kind of done with our city fit class uh, that we have uh, weeknights and, and on Sundays, um, you know, to to get people who maybe they, they want to do something with the intensity, but maybe not with the barbell. So you're trying to get, if, if, uh, if I understand that right, more of a broad improvement as opposed to like a specialized improvement, like I guess that's the the kind of two you different directions. Go, you or can you go that both? you could you could probably do both. Okay, you know, uh, it's not out of this realm. It's just uh, what do you have time to offer? What do you have space to offer? You know, uh, those are the, the kind of the hurdles that you have to have to jump. Um, but I, I think those are the two. And I think that's for most CrossFit businesses. Um, you know, we're getting to the point where everybody's heard of CrossFit at least. So that means you've probably got to start spreading it out a little bit more. Uh, it can't always be the, you know, uh, back squat and Metcon uh, muscle ups, you know, all the time. Uh, you right. got to be a little bit more, uh, a little bit more varied. And and I think that does get back to uh, we were talking about this before we started recording the uh, the cream rising to the the top uh, as far as gyms go. Uh, the more knowledge you can show and more that you can share with people, the more, uh, the better you should do. 
um, you know, so as long as, as long as your coaches are always, uh, learning and, and trying to get ahead of the, ahead of the curve, you should be fine. That's what you were saying. What two or what is it, 200, 300 a, a weekend? We're, we're in, in the beginning. In the beginning. Where, yeah. I, I don't know what the numbers are now. I, I know say, it was not that many gyms out there. Now. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was, uh, I think the, the stat that they like to throw about is there's maybe like 3000 CrossFit gyms in the U S and maybe 5,000 worldwide. I, I could be way off on hmm. that. Uh, but I, I, the 3000 sounds about right. There's gotta be, 20 30,000 that probably have their level one you know uh, just based on what you know what the numbers were like yeah. back then um so you know somewhere out there there's someone who's maybe not coaching and you know hey they had the interest and hopefully they stuck with it uh one of our sports guys is he's a he's a monster yeah, i was gonna say he's an animal <laughs> <laughs> he uh um, he, he's actually pretty good um derek Forrest is uh he's a stud he's got his own little little gym in his garage essentially yeah um he he does some he does some pretty cool stuff he posts some stuff online um I don't remember going with that I just wanted to talk about him because um, he's a cool guy uh, <laughs> I've done a couple workouts with him. I, I just realized that I wasn't following him on Twitter the other day so I was like why am I not following Derek <laughs> I had to follow him what a um, so bad I guess do you have anything else to anything else you want to add we've been talking for like an hour now about about, about CrossFit. I mean I can certainly go on but really. <laughs> um I don't know man I just my whole problem with uh, with with this podcast is I didn't want it to sound more like a, like an advertisement because I obviously love it. I mean, I, I I quit for like a year, got super fat and lazy, um, super fat. I gained like twenty pounds in six months. Um, <laughs> All right, <laughs> um, and like ugh. so, I obviously love it. Um, it. I mean, I love it too. I just like to sleep too. <laughs> I mean, the biggest the biggest thing I'd say is I, I don't want to necessarily be the ambassador of solely CrossFit for you guys. Yeah. Uh, I, I think fitness in general is important for everybody. And whether you're doing CrossFit or not, like, fine. You know, everyone has their own their own uh, boat to boat to float. And that's probably not a saying, but there you go. <laughs> it is now. Uh, it's been said know, on two have, skinny ties. So you, have your, uh, you have your own boat to float and, you know, just get out there and do something like get off, get off your butt. All right. I mean, there's so many people that just need to move and put down the Twinkies and the McDonald's and the, and the phones and just do something. My like bad. Anything. Right. My like girlfriend's I, tech, our toilet's leaking. I got a sick dog. <laughs> I like, I don't care what it is. Just get out and get out and move and maybe try to eat a little bit better and sleep a little bit more and drink a little bit more water or coffee, whichever I, I'm fine with both today today yeah today tomorrow the next day make it make it a habit it's little it's it's just start little improvements from there all right I'll see you guys later (laughs) (laughs) I need to go walk somewhere (laughs) all right I guess with that one uh hopefully we've motivated everyone to stop whatever you're doing um anyway uh thank you so much hey thanks for having me on guys absolutely